0: Holy shit, the year 2022 is almost over. Who would have ever thought I would make it this long? It's been one hell of a year. I can honestly say I still don't believe any of the shit you people write or call into this show. Hey. But the pay is good, so we'll keep reading this crazy shit, hey. which is exactly what we have on today's show, more crazy shit. Rah, uh, no. Listen, Brewski. What? It's my truth. Got it. All right.
1: Now shut the hell up and pay the end of this jingle. You're uh-huh. fired. <laughs> This is Real Ghost Stories Online.
0: That indeed it is. Welcome to the program. Be sure to press subscribe wherever you download podcasts. And if you like the show, you want access to all of our bonus episodes, advanced episodes, uh, and get it all commercial free and uh, get access to the world's largest audio archive of ghost stories, then check us out on Apple Podcasts. Even try it for three days free. Just think over the holidays, the next couple of weeks, when you want to escape hiding yourself in the bathroom in your grandparents basement staring at a picture on the wall for as long as you think it can take you away from the chaos that's going on around you oh wait that was that was just me uh (laughs) i have the picture i i have the picture in in my bathroom now (laughs) (laughs) not (laughs) even kidding not even kidding Listen to the podcast. It's a, we didn't have podcasts back then. Back in my day, you had a book or the the Reader's Digest, which there were several of. And I remember reading quite a few of them on the toilet in my grandparents' basement as well, escaping everybody. Um, and the thing is, my family was not bad. They were good people. I'm just not good with groups of people. It makes me anxious. Um, but uh, anyway, become an EPP. Sign up at ghostpodcast.com, patreon.com slash real ghost stories or on Apple Podcasts and try it for three days free on Apple Podcasts as well. We do greatly appreciate that support. It keeps us on the air. Yeah, the picture in my bathroom, uh, my ma- the master bathroom. You know, the little bathroom stall thingy that's in there. Yeah. Uh, that picture that hang. Do you know the Have you seen the picture that hangs in there? You don't usually go in there much, but
2: yes, I see the picture.
0: Okay. Um, there that is the picture that was hanging in my grandparents' basement bathroom. Through all of my childhood.
2: And now you have it in your bathroom. And I
0: always had such... At the time, I didn't know what it was. But it's essentially social anxiety. And I, I just... I, I I love my family. I'm not saying anything bad about my family. I'm really not. Um, and it really wasn't much chaos. It was just... It was very cramped in that basement. It was a very low-ceiling basement. With... you. Probably think we probably like 30, 40 people down in that thing. And it was just... It was too much... Um, and I I would go escape. I would just need like some place to kind of decompress. And I understand it all now. Back then, I didn't know what I, I was just like, oh, this feels good. This is fun. Um, but I had a lot of fun memories of hanging out in there and just kind of chilling on a lot of holidays. And um, even when I was a kid, I loved going down to my grandparents' basement. They had cable. I did not. My parents never had cable. So we would go and visit grandma and grandpa. And I, can I go downstairs and watch TV? So I'd watch MTV and VH1. And then I, I used that bathroom down there. So I met a lot of summer memories of hanging out in their basement and kind of spending that time. I was completely alone, and I enjoyed every minute of it. Um, so when they died, uh, they're like, you know what, is there anything you want from the house at all? I'm like, um, how about that picture in the basement bathroom? they <laughs> are like, what? There's a picture of a boat looking out into the ocean, and uh, I want that. It's probably falling apart and not in great shape, but I'd like that, please. Is there anything else? Um, There was a candy jar that was on the counter that I used to get lemon drops out of. Can I have that? And they gave me that. And the weird thing about it, and I've talked about this on the show before.
2: It still smells like that house. It smells
0: like their house. It's so weird. (laughs) And I I have put lemon drops in it since. And I, I used it as a lemon drop jar for like the first year I had it thinking, nothing of it. It's like, Oh, this is really cool. It's an old blue color glass ball jar. And I would put, uh, or they would put lemon drops in it. And it was always exciting. Go to their house. Can I have a lemon drop? It was the candy as you entered their house. Um, and I just always, I thought, well, it'd be fun to have. So I got that. And I swear to God, it's a time capsule of smells. Because you literally open that thing up. It does not smell like sugar. It does not not smell like corn syrup, lemon, lemon goo or whatever is in that stuff. It smells like their freaking house.
2: Question. Yeah. Is that photo that's now in your bathroom the same reason why you spend so long on your toilet?
0: No, I, I'm just getting do you older. Just sit
2: there and no, I do, stare I, at it. I, I, it's my. If you do, that's a little depressing. I can't
0: stare at it. It's behind me, so I can't oh, really okay. sit there. and Well, stare.
2: The, well, do you have eyes on the back of your.
0: No, I, I think I spend a lot of time in there because it's my only like kind of little escape, and I end up reading a lot of. I get a lot of my reading done <laughs> in the bathroom, quite honestly.
2: Hey, and, I like I like small spaces too. And, I literally-
0: and, and I think you're as bad as me sometimes, my dear. Because you'll be in the bathroom, like, like, I'll be like, I'm going to go to the bathroom real quick. Okay, I'll wait for you right here. And then, like, five minutes later, I have to shout, Harper, come on. Okay! (laughs) And I think I interrupt your reading or playing a game or something. I'm not playing a
2: game. I'm just sitting there.
0: Just what? Just meditating? scrolling on TikTok. Well, there you go. Yeah. See, so we do the same sort of thing. Okay. Glad we could have that revelation today.
2: But there's also another thing. Oh because your, your bathroom is so small. Like you huh? all
0: <laughs> big bathroom.
2: No, like the area where your Oh toil- the toilet
0: is. Well it's yes. a stall, yeah.
2: Well yes. But like you almost have to like go sideways to uh-huh. enter it.
0: But no, you don't, it's a full size door.
2: <laughs> it's the, the bathroom's the size of the door <laughs> It's, it's not
0: I've had tinier bathroom stalls than that.
2: It's still pretty small.
0: I think it's spacious and luxurious.
2: Okay. But my point is, I like to hang out in this, like, little cubby in the closet upstairs.
0: Yeah, you like your small space up there.
2: <laughs> I put, like, a pillow staff and, like, make, like, a tiny little makeshift bed in this cubby.
0: You've been doing that since we moved here. What? You've been doing that since... I haven't, you haven't done that in a long time,
2: though. I still do it sometimes. Yeah? I enjoy it.
0: Is it when you're anxious? No, it's just nice. It's just fun.
2: It's just peaceful.
0: I enjoyed, I did the same sort of stuff. I just.
2: It's hot in that little corner. Oh, yeah. Yeah. It's like, it's like, Jesus, I need like a fan down here. (laughs) It is hot.
0: Which one are you talking about? The one in the closet or or your closet?
2: The closet.
0: The other closet. Yes. Yeah. Well, that one, it's it's a sealed off closet, but doesn't your closet have the, isn't there like air or something in there? No. Oh. That sucks.
2: <laughs> Both closets are very hot.
0: Well, they're, that's, they are closets. Uh, I
2: love closets.
0: Uh, 855-853-4802 is our phone number at Real <laughs> Ghost Stories Online. Even the dogs are in the background doing something here today. They're biting uh, each other. This is uh, technically the last uh, regular episode of the year of 2022 for Real Ghost Stories online the next two weeks or the holidays we're gonna run a lot of best ofs uh and kind of take a little break refresh and come back next year uh with brand new episodes uh, whatever the first day of the year is honestly what are we looking at here uh on the... Dun, dun, dun. we'll probably start on the fifth oh no no I'm sorry I'm looking at December we will start on the second quite honestly so this, uh so straight into the new year we're gonna be starting uh new episodes of real ghost stories online and it's going to be really kind of interesting and new because Carol's going to be on here full-time uh, and assisting with a lot of the production and producing duties of the show. Harper's going to be doing a lot of the graphic work next year, and uh, we're going to really try and up our presence on social media other than just, here's a show we made, kids, and whatever random stuff I take pictures of and send out there. Um, so it'll be a lot of new, exciting things as we enter the new year uh, here with uh, Real Ghost Stories Online and uh, real story media uh which is my company which has this show and all the other shows that we do um so yeah some exciting new stuff 855 853 4802 our phone number let's go to a phone call hi
3: Hey, my name is Ashley i wrote in a story back in 2020 um right after like the pandemic and everything and I told you about how I used to live in Massachusetts when I was pretty young, probably when I was like two, just seven. I lived out there and I lived in an apartment complex. Well, it wasn't really a complex. I guess it was a house that was split up into four apartments and I had some weird experiences there and it wasn't until I was 12 and my dad had told me some stories um, about when we had lived there and it, it really reminded me of some of the things I experienced there and um, made things some like more clear for me and the story being that uh, he had seen a little girl standing at the step of the stairs that went to the attic in the master bedroom. Um, and he thought it was me at first, but then he realized that I was asleep on the couch, and it really freaked him out, and he told me also that he had other weird experiences where um, sometimes he would hear somebody walking on our roof and when he would go outside and look out up on the roof there would be nobody there or nobody working and no work trucks or anything weird like that and um so yeah that happened and then also he let me know that he um Whenever, For some reason, every time he put his head down on his pillow, he would hear a lady crying downstairs, and at the time, we didn't have anybody living downstairs because we had just moved to the upstairs apartment, so we knew it was vacant because of that, so that was also strange, <laughs> but it really validated some things for me because when I was young, I. I would, um, I remember a few experiences where, like, one night, I, I was so young, so it's kind of hard to remember, but I remember it happening very clearly, because I I mostly remember just yelling for my dad uh, to come to my room, and just be like, Dad, Mom, uh, come here, and I told them that I saw a man, in my closet, and I do remember it um, sort of, or seems more like a, kind of like a shadow figure peeking in and out of my closet, just very sneakily, it really scared me, and um, the other time being, it's, that might not mean anything, but to me, it always stuck with me for some reason, or I don't know if I had, like, somebody kind of looking out for me or what um and it 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 just seems like very silly but uh one night I had a this little cat toy that had a rattle in its head so every time it moved it sounded like it was purring and I was playing with it while I was trying to fall asleep in bed and I must have been like five years old maybe six and this is like and then um probably like the year 2000. Anyways, and I lived above a bar, which was also kind of like a disturbance every night, so it would wake me up a lot. But anyways, I had this cat toy, and I, would, I was playing with it one night, and I remember for some reason I was playing with it, and I I don't really know why, but it hit the, the head of my um, cat till I just started looking up and when I looked up to see what it was looking at in my new, I was holding it and I made it look up but for some reason I looked up too and I saw this huge spider on my ceiling and I remember calling my dad for that too and they they got rid of it but that's not even like the weirdest of the things that we went through um, I also mentioned that I had brought this stuff up to my mom, and she didn't want to believe, or she didn't really want to talk about it, because it seemed to be, in her mind, uh, like, if it's nothing you can really explain, it's probably evil, <laughs> um, and she had thought that the people that had lived in their apartment before, when they were living in the downstairs apartment, had, um... They had partied a lot, and for some reason in her mind, she thought that they were doing satanic things, and I have no reason to believe that, but it's pretty interesting that maybe it's possible that that was the reason why when we moved up into the upstairs apartment in that house, um, some things were going on, I'm not sure. But I also had another experience in that upstairs apartment in that house where I um, my parents had watched a movie and I was in the living room and that was before we knew that my eyesight was very bad so I was uh, sitting really close to the TV and um, I was watching movies with them and I was sitting close to the TV and I fell asleep and um, they for some reason who knows why They just decided to leave me there. And I felt I was just asleep in the dark when I had woken up and my parents had went to sleep already. And I woke up and I just remember seeing that blue light just hovering in my living room um, there while I was sitting sleeping in front of the TV. And that was very strange. I just remember being really scared and being almost frozen. Like, I didn't want to move, so I didn't want it to know that I knew that I saw it. So I thought that if I didn't move, then it it would just not know that I knew it was there, and it it would leave me alone, I guess. And I must have, like, fallen back asleep. But anyways, that was just a kind of a recap of my story that I wrote in a couple years back now. And last year, I, um, I was on unemployment like a lot of people were. So, I guess in a good way, um, I was able to go across states. I live in Oregon now, and um, my my mom's side of the family lived in Reno, Nevada. So I got a call from my mom one night and said she said that my uncle. Um, wasn't doing well. He was in the hospital and it sounded like he was going to pass soon because um, he was an alcoholic and he his liver and organs were starting to fail. And I was able to go drive to Reno with her from Oregon. And um, my cousin Nick, he was able to come with me and my mom That was nice because he was able to learn more about about our family that way. But uh, because of COVID and everything, there wasn't much to do. So a lot of the time I was just stuck in this hotel room with just my family, my my mom, me. And then later, like a few days later, my uncle and my other cousin, she joined us and we just had a lot of time to talk and reminisce a bit. And one night, it was just me and my mom and my cousin. And I was telling her about how I wrote into your podcast and how you told my story. And I actually let her listen to it, and she was like, "Oh my goodness, like that's uh, crazy." Because um, apparently, you know, my story about how she's like, or I saw of a a blue light hovering in our living room when I was really young. She said that the same thing happened to her when she was about the same age, like five years old. And she said that um, my grandma, she had seven kids. And one time she went to the grocery store with all of her kids, but they didn't realize that my mom had fallen asleep under um, a bed. I don't know why, but my mom was sleeping under a bed, and my mom, my grandma went to the store, and um, they didn't realize that they had forgotten her. And uh, my mom said that she was really scared, and when she was looking out from under the bed, she saw blue light hovering as well, and she thought that was crazy that we both basically saw the same thing as about the same age. And that was the first time she had shared that with me. And she finally, um, because she was like super unwilling to share that in the past with uh, things that we had experienced back when we lived in Massachusetts in that apartment when I was really young. And my dad was so willing to tell me about his experiences and my mom wasn't. I finally was able to have a conversation with her about the things we experienced, and she was able to acknowledge it and talk about it finally, and that gave me some closure that these things actually did happen, and I'm not crazy, and my dad's not crazy. Um, You know, all three of us experienced things there, and I still think about it to this day. I I really want to have some answers to why we experience what we experienced there. It'd be really interesting. And no matter what kind of research I do, I can't figure out anything about the history of the house, but I don't, I don't know. I don't have very many connections for that, I guess, um, unless I went to a records place in Massachusetts. Maybe I could figure that out, but I live in Oregon. So anyways, um, it was just interesting to talk to her finally and have her open up. And I asked her, I was like, well, I, I know that, like, I had experiences there without me even really realizing that I was experiencing things because I was so young. And I said, um, did I ever have, like, a imaginary friend or anything weird like that? And she said, actually, yeah, you did have a imaginary friend that i thought was interesting and i said oh yeah well, please explain <laughs> and um she said that i called her lala and i was like oh why like was that why did i call her lala and she said that well she was apparently dancing and singing around and when you were really little you called her lala because she was always singing and uh, for some reason, that really stuck with me. And I think about Lala. <laughs> that sounds so silly, but I think about her sometimes, and I wonder, you know, if if she's like a spirit that might be watching over me. If you know, who knows? And anyways, I I think about that place a lot and I really want to know more about what happened there especially since my dad um, gave me very descriptive um, information about what happened there with him and knowing that my mom experienced things there too and And I had some experiences there that I couldn't really explain. But I was also too young to understand or know the difference, of anything. And I um, just wanted to give you an update on my story, I guess. And I really appreciate what you're doing. And I love listening to you guys. I hope the best for you and your daughter, and I hope that you guys have a great rest of the year and good holidays. Thank you for listening.
0: Bye. Thanks for sharing your story with us. I guess it'd be really, what I'm picturing is, you know, when you're dead, and then suddenly it's, oh, meet Lala.
1: You're Lala? I'm
0: Lala. Oh, my God, Lala. And it's like you sit down. And then you start learning about Lala And she tells you about her life And about yours And you're like, oh my gosh What was it like in the 20s or whatever And, and it just everybody's hanging out And it's like,
2: And then hey. you come to find out that she was a
0: serial killer <laughs> She just liked to dance She danced off the sadness After killing everyone Lala just danced the sadness away la, 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 la. Lala, you Lala, I feel like I have such a connection to you I mean, tell me more about, like, what you did when you were younger. Well, I used to stalk men.
4: They thought they would
2: get me. But I would lure them into my apartment and then slit their
1: throats. And then I'd drink their blood.
0: La, 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 (laughs) la. (laughs) (laughs) Like, Lala, I don't think you're the Lala I wanted you to be. That would be a very traumatic moment, I think. <laughs> that'd, be, someone...
2: that'd be horrible.
0: You think Lala's just like just this nice lady who likes to dance and be happy? Nope, <laughs> not at all.
4: 855
0: uh, 853 okay, uh, <laughs> is our phone number. Hi.
4: Yes, hi. Um, so, I'm new to the podcast. Thanks, um, Dan. Love it. So, with my ghost story stories, I have so many. I... Uh, it would take forever to even um, go through them all. Um, I was born with a bilateral cleft lip and palate. I've had surgeries from when I was three days old all the way up till I was 16. I died a few times. Um, I used to be tormented by, uh, I used to call them shadow people. I've seen many demons. Um, they tend not to uh, play around with me anymore. Uh, when family members pass on, I have seen them. They have relayed messages, which have uh, shot family members, things that I would never know of or things that would happen. Um, they would relay messages to me. Uh, we, my sister and I were brought up in Tucson, Arizona, And we lived in a 100-year-old adobe house. Well, uh, there was an older lady that had lived there prior, and she had passed away in that house. Um, Also, they did find an Indian, or not Indian, but Native American village, excuse me, um, blocks away, and they assume... They're guessing that a lot of the houses in the neighborhood I lived in, um, there was a burial ground around there. Well, we had many things happen, not just to us, but to friends of ours. Um, I am of Hispanic descent uh, or Mexican descent. I um, practice the culture and everything, and um, we did have to have what we call roja. Of Rohaniel come in and um, bless our house. We would see. Um, I saw the statue Mary my mother had put or in my room uh, disintegrate before our eyes. Uh, I would be bruised and scratched consistently. Um, I had a friend that was smacked around one night badly. Uh, she had huge male handprint on her face and there was only four girls in the house at the time Um, my mother had seen things things still happen uh, off and on at the house my sister's living there but we know how to deal with um, entities of that nature Um, I used to be able to tell people about their dead relatives just random people I would meet, um, it was different. I I wouldn't black out, but I would go to certain areas that they had gone with um, their deceased loved ones. And I would, one of our friend's fathers had died um, six months prior from when I saw him. And I recall the time they went hiking and what they were wearing and where they were scared him <laughs> a lot. Um, I've told things to people that I probably shouldn't know. Um, when I was younger, when I was 16, we went to go see some mediums because my grandfather had passed away and I had seen him. Um, the night he had passed away, so we went and we saw some mediums, and they were able to take you out of your body, literally, um, and that's when I saw a corridor of doors and a burning sword, and when they brought you back into your body, you were supposed to be back in. Well, they had a problem. They had a, a trying time trying to bring me back into my body. And so I can see the heads and everybody around me can feel my legs. I was halfway inside my body and finally they were able to do it. I have so many stories. It's insane. Um, in Tucson, there's this restaurant called Delectables. I saw the man, he used to be a house. Um, he hung himself in the rafters. I saw him seeing quite a, quite a bit of things, um, but that's one of trying to bring all my stories into one bundle one story um i'm a big fan of your podcast and i hope uh you all are doing well and thank you for letting me share my story bye
1: come on down to delectable's Delectables has a delicious variety of smoked salmon, delicious, certified Angus steak, and if you're really lucky, you can sit under the table with a man hung himself. That's right. Every night we recreate that suicide and we pour the sweet, juicy, au juice sauce of the steaks over the fake body we have hanging over your table. We melt delicious salty butter fixed with seven herbs and spices. And we let it drip down the body to the toes. They're fake toes of the man onto your delicious steak. Come see us today. You'll die for it. There you go. Funny,
2: Delectables. Funny thing is. Our last house was built, um, right around in burial ground. And I remember us finding an arrowhead in our backyard. It's
0: two houses ago, honey. But yeah. No. Yeah.
2: Dad, our last house.
0: Um, we live. The
2: one with the play set. That wasn't. The last one with the play set. Okay.
0: That's not where we found an arrowhead.
2: Yes, it is. We found an arrowhead right there. That was
0: in Branson
2: found an arrowhead there, too. And we the, did, Dad. What
0: happened to that arrowhead? I put it... Oh, you did? Yes. Yeah, you never told your mom about it?
2: <laughs> yeah, I put did it... Did you leave it there? I did.
0: Oh, darn it.
2: I fa- I put it right up there You're on right, the playset. set. Yeah,
1: yeah, yeah.
2: And I wonder if the parents that live there now probably found it. It's like, what is this?
0: They're cursed. The house blew, burned down. Shortly thereafter.
2: No. We're joking. It didn't um, no. burn down.
0: No. But Did it? No, it didn't. <laughs> I, I've driven by it since it's not burned down. uh that would
2: have been interesting though.
0: Yeah, I it was uh, uh it was an interesting house. I I liked it. I didn't I don't know. I well, mean people didn't seem to last in that house very long. A lot of people like came and went and came and went and came and went.
2: Yeah, you're right.
0: I never had anything ghostly happen or anything like that there, but there was a lot of uh, unhappiness in that this house. This
2: negative energy.
0: It was. It really kinda was. And there was like I liked the house. I really was like no reason for it.
2: It was a beautiful house. It really was. Just like
0: there was something I don't know. Not right. I don't know if it was the house or the neighborhood or what people. Yeah. It was a weird time too. It was right at the beginning of COVID. Yeah. All right. That's gonna wrap up today's episode of Real Ghost Stories Online in our last episode for twenty 22! Happy New Year! Happy New Year, Merry Christmas, uh, Happy Hanukkah, and any other holiday you want to insert here, I'm telling you to have a happy version of it. Uh, we'll see you next year. Become an extra podcast person through Apple Podcasts, try it for three days free, patreon.com slash realghoststories, or ghostpodcast.com. New EPP episodes throughout the holidays, so if you want those, you'll get them there. Until next time, and until 2023, for all of us at Real Ghost Stories Online, I'm Tony Brisky. Thanks for your support. Happy New Year and thanks for listening.